The disturbing truth about this moment is that there are coyotes leading small groups of people through the desert. People in desperate search of a better life, more money, access to doctors and safety. And some of these coyotes will be ethical and they will help the people cross the border, and some will not. Some will take their money and leave them to die in the desert. And the disturbing truth about this moment is that there are cargo containers full of people from China and India and the Middle East slowly making their way to the U.S. and other rich nations. These people will live in the darkness of these containers for months without proper sanitation or adequate food. The trade in human beings is a $30 billion a year industry. There are now more people enslaved worldwide than at any point previously in history, and the price of human life has never been cheaper. And the disturbing truth about this moment is that there are people right now wondering where they are going to sleep tonight, because in this rich nation, the richest nation the world has ever known, we have decided to look away from the homeless. We say it is about money, but in our heart of hearts, we know this is not true. And the disturbing truth about this moment is that none of this is news to us. We lament these problems, perhaps even cry out about the immorality of these situations, but we never talk about the moral framework that must exist for us to live this way. Nietzsche wrote, All things are subject to interpretation. Whichever interpretation prevails at a given time is a function of power and not truth. Our morality, our moral compass, is not defined, at least according to Nietzsche, by some set of universal principles, by some supernatural truth, but rather by agreements we make with one another, agreements determined by power and not by something lofty and sacred. And power is ascertained simply by having a few more people give their consent to a position than those who would withhold it. Why is there human trafficking? Why is there homelessness? It is because we have given our consent. Moralities change. You could once legally purchase a human being in this country. Today, we watch movies of former slaves killing slave owners and we cheer him on. Little more than 40 years ago, a person could be arrested for being gay. Today, politicians fight for who gets to ride in the front of the pride parades. Today, there is a garbage patch in the middle of the Pacific that is the size of Texas. Until it is gone, our only conclusion can be that its presence is still morally acceptable to us. Moralities change because our agreements change. Our agreements change because we give our consent to one side or we take it away from the other. We do this when we become aware of our conditioning. Shaking ourselves free from our moral conditioning is perhaps the hardest spiritual task we can take on. It is difficult because we are so adamant in our moral convictions. We would never say, we know all there is to know about science. 
In fact, many of us would readily admit that perhaps 20% of what we now consider scientific fact will be disproven within a couple of decades, if not sooner. We are constantly learning. But rarely will you hear someone say something like, at least 20% of what I consider acceptable and tolerable today, I will find completely immoral within a couple of decades, if not sooner. A moral framework gives us guidance. It gives us some direction. If we begin our understanding of morality with the presupposition that much of what we believe is false, we might very well spiral into nihilism or some morally narcissistic relativism. So we agree there is something to have convictions around. And yet it is this same agreement that often stands in the way of us understanding our true selves. That the people being led through the desert, or herded like cattle into cargo containers, or looking for a warm place to sleep, are us. That the animals who are dying from the toxins released from the plastic we throw into the ocean are us. Acts of violence are only possible in a moral framework. I believe, as a religious position, there is an innate sympathy within human beings, within life, and that it is the moral conditioning, the moral framework that we live in that allows us to experience or inflict violence. We must demonize the other, the humans, the planet, for this violence to be acceptable. To change the world, we must become aware of our own moral conditioning. Once again, as a nation, we are wrestling with the abuse and death of black men at the hands of the police. And many of the conversations we are having begin with a desire for more police accountability. But I believe that the police behave and act the way they do because they exist within a moral framework that has asked them to behave this way. We have given our consent for this behavior. It is not the bad behavior of a few police or even many police. It is the expected outcome of a moral framework that values the lives of people of color less than white people. And these actions and behaviors will continue until we become aware of our moral conditioning and withdraw our consent. The disturbing truth about this moment is, and we all know this, there are no white people. We just agreed that there are. The identity was completely made up and we agreed to it and we continue to agree to it because it helps those of us who have this identity feel superior. And it is heartbreaking that we do that. Perhaps in a couple of decades we will look back on this time and say, man, I can't believe I thought I was white and I allowed all of those things to happen in my name. But until then, our moral conditioning still exists and the prisons are filled with young black men and Latinos are considered little more than drones, best kept in vulnerable and insecure status so businesses can maximize profits. The moral conditioning allows these people to be other. The homeless are other. Those sitting in the darkness of the cargo containers are other. The fish and the birds and the planet itself, other. 
There are two types of people in this world. Those who remember we were born in Africa, and those who have forgotten. Those who remember we grew out of this planet, and those who have forgotten. But I believe that some of us want to remember. I believe that some of us understand the fear that comes with losing the familiar moral framework, but want to face into the fear anyway because we know this is not who we are, not who we're supposed to be. There is a wonder that envelops our existence, and yet we walk around most days oblivious to it. We are blasé about our existence. We take it for granted, and that is a shame because it allows us to take others for granted, to take the planet for granted. The remedy for the obliviousness is the encounter with the divine, perhaps most easily found in the face of another, where they cease to become an issue with a problem, and they become God. You can walk away from an issue. You cannot walk away from God. The disturbing truth about this moment is that there are people dying in deserts, in cargo containers, in the streets of the richest country this planet has ever known, because these issues exist within a moral framework to which we have given our consent. Perhaps we feel bad about them, but these issues have not become intolerable. Not yet. But the divine is calling out to us, through us, to reject the oppression that has become tolerable so we might look back in 20 years and say, can you believe we once thought that was okay? I am so glad we no longer do. Go forth and witness for the people, our people, us. Go forth and bless the world and let it bless you back. Thank you for listening to this meditation. You can find a written version of it on my website at ianwhitemar.com slash meditations. Who are the people in your life who would enjoy and benefit from this meditation? Pick one. Send them a link. Maybe start a conversation with them. What in our moral framework will be unacceptable in 20 years? How can we help one another shake free from our moral conditioning? The spiritual journey isn't something we need to do on our own. We are meant to travel the path with partners. I hope you'll join me again next week.